Some bombshells dropped today by the Cardinals and president of baseball operations, John Mozalak, about the team, the coaching staff, the payroll, and why I'm optimistic about all of it on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on YouTube, on YouTube. Like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. Hit that notification button. That way you can be notified when uh, any of the new videos are posted up there. Obviously, the like and subscribe thing is a big deal. The more likes we get, the more our show is spread amongst the masses of Cardinals fans who are out there. Because Cardinal Nation is huge. And I'm sure they would all like to join in on this fun that we get to have with each other each and every day. So make sure you like and subscribe when you do listen to it or watch it on YouTube. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So a day after losing Skip Schumacher to the Marlins, the Cardinals announced a whole slew of changes to the coaching staff today. The return of future Cardinals Hall of Famer Adam Wainwright and some important and interesting information about the payroll and the team's direction moving forward. So let's start with the coaching changes first. And we just did a whole episode on this subject last week where we discussed whether or not it was time to move on from hitting coach Jeff Albert and pitching coach Mike Maddox. And we got our answer today that neither of them will be returning to the Cardinals next season in those roles. They also announced that bullpen coach Brian Eversgird will also not be returning to his position and instead will be reassigned as a special assistant within the organization. Now I have no idea what being a special assistant means. I I seriously have no idea, but how do I land a job like that? That's what I want to know. I want to be a special assistant to someone and get paid for it. Doesn't sound all that demanding, does it? Anywho, back to the main guys, Albert and Maddox. Here's the thing. They did not get fired. Because that's what we talked about in our episode last week was whether or not they should be let go. And that's not what happened. In fact, both of their contracts were up this season and both elected not to return. It was their decision. In fact, John Mozalock said that he was prepared to offer both of them contracts for the 2023 season, and both declined. Said, nah, I'm good. Maddox is 61 years old, had been with the Cardinals organization since October 2017, previously served as the pitching coach for the Milwaukee Brewers, Texas Rangers, and the Washington Nationals. Albert, just 41 years old, joined the franchise after the 2018 season, following a stint as the Houston Astros assistant hitting coach. My first question when I heard the news was, why? What happened? What about those jobs do you think they didn't want any part of anymore? Was it the scrutiny? Jeff Albert, the whipping boy for a lot of Cardinal fans since he's been in town. Was it the travel? Something maybe, you know, Maddox at 61 was like, eh. I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't, I don't want to be on the road like this anymore. That's a possibility. 
Are they just over being in St. Louis in general? Want a change of scenery? I, I, I don't know. We didn't really get like legitimate answers about this. This is all speculation as to why neither one of them wanted to come back. As far as jobs in Major League Baseball go, I can think of plenty of them that would be worse than those jobs in St. Louis where winning is the norm. You have a lot of talented players, super cool uniforms, and I imagine you get paid pretty darn well working for the Cardinals. I don't, I don't think they're one of the uh, organizations that would cheap out on their coaches' paychecks. So why would these guys willingly leave? Did they have a shilt type of moment and not agree with the philosophy of management? I don't think that was the case. I mean, why would Mosellock want to bring them back if that was what was going on? So, I mean, he was clearly pleased with things that happened or they wouldn't have jobs or it wouldn't have been offered jobs again. Did the constant whining and complaining about the inconsistent offense and pitching scare them off? We don't know. We may never know, but they're out and new blood and new voices will eventually come in to take their spots. So, Here's what we got now. In the last 24 hours, the Cardinals have openings now at bench coach, hitting coach, pitching coach, and bullpen coach. So who can fill these roles? Mosellock says he's uh, going to look for replacements internally and externally. So it could be anyone. We talked about uh, the filling of the bench coach role yesterday, brought up uh, you know the, the manager at Memphis. First base coach, Stubby Clapp, could he get promoted? possibility uh cardinals hall of famer matt holiday's name was brought up and personally i didn't think holiday as a bench coach made a lot of sense that's not a role that i think would suit him but the hitting coach job that intrigues me for him uh he was in fact doing that at oklahoma state with his brother uh knows these guys very very well has always been a very intelligent man about the art of hitting he makes a lot of sense to step in for jeff albert if he wants to the rigors of a major league season it's a lot. I don't know if Matt is ready to step back into something like that yet, but certainly fills the criteria of someone the Cardinals would love to have back in the uniform and in the clubhouse again. Again, he knows all these guys. He played with a lot of them, you know? So obviously there'll be respect there already. Assistant hitting coach Turner Ward. Guys seem to love him too. He'd be a candidate to be promoted to hitting coach. The team is also keeping two minor league hitting coaches with strong ties to Jeff Albert, Tiger Peterson, and Russ Steinhorn. They could factor into the Cardinals' decisions on the hitting coach group for 2023. It's a possibility. As far as pitching coaches go, um, I'm not going to pretend to know what they are thinking as far as replacing Maddox. That one kind of caught me off guard. I figured he would have been back, but... From what I could tell, they still have a solid relationship with him, and it's been reported that the Cardinals plan to approach him about remaining with the organization in a reduced or advisory role if that interests him, which is what makes me believe that maybe he just doesn't want to go through 162 games again, that he would like something a, a little less demanding of him, which is fine. You've earned that, right? In most press conference, it was brought up that pitching strategist or strategist, I think is how I'm supposed to say, Dusty Blake will also remain with the club and is a favorite to be promoted into one of the two pitching-related coaching positions. Uh, the Cardinals do not have a set timetable for when they would like to fill the open positions, but generally the team prefers to finalize their coaching staffs ahead of the annual GM meetings, which uh, are scheduled for mid-November. And, you know, November is right around the corner. So again, Skip, Jeff Albert, 
Maddox have decided to not return for their own reasons. Skip obviously got a better job. You know, he became a manager, but they were not fired. They were not forced out. So them not being around should reflect that any of them failed, at least in the eyes of management. You may have a difference of opinion there, but management wanted them back. But I know a lot of fans retired, specifically Jeff Albert, who has been taking a beating for the ups and downs of this offense since he got here. And I think that probably played into a factor of why he doesn't want to be back here anymore. He's probably like, look, I don't need this aggravation anymore. I think fans liked and respected Maddox and his coaching claw, the claw that he brought out to the mound and always grabbed the shoulder of the pitcher. But sometimes you got to shake things up. And whether management wanted to or not, it's happening. And I'm one of those guys who thinks change is good. I, I embrace it. When things get stale, and you could say that things are a little bit stale with the Cardinals. You need to figure out ways to get new results, and this coaching staff shakeups, if you will, might just do that. Uh, Mo had a whole lot to say today about other things except coaching, and one of those was the payroll. Find out what he said that got Cardinals fans giddy next on Locked on Cardinals. As everyone knows, athletes rise and fall in the ranks. But when it comes to saving money, Simply Safe always, always stays on top. And right now, you can save big with Simply Safe Home Security. They're giving listeners 40% off their advanced security system. Simply Safe was just named the best home security of 2022. That by US News. You're going to love it. I've, I've heard so many people talk good about it, and I, I think you're going to enjoy it if you get it because it's Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters with 24 7 professional monitoring. When a threat is detected, Simply Safe's monitoring professionals promptly contact you and dispatch first responders to your home even if you're away or unable to respond. 24-7 professional monitoring costs under a dollar a day. That's less than half the cost of ADT's traditional professional installed plants. Simply safe blankets your home with protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alerts you when a threat is real. Like you don't want false alarms all the time. That would be annoying and even hazard sensors that will instantly detect things like fires and floods and other threats to your home. Our, uh, their monitoring experts use proprietary response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Don't miss the chance that you have right now to save big when you protect your home with the best. Get 40%, 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. Holidays are coming up right around the corner, talking about Thanksgiving, and then you've got Christmas, or uh, if you're talking about Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. But we know that break-ins are a thing around the holidays even more, right? You know, people will have more gifts and things lying around the house that bad people want to steal. So customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And again, get 40% off your order. When you visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today, do it because there's no safe like Simply Safe. It's been a day. It's been a day for the Redbirds. We want to thank you guys for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
So besides the coaching changes that were announced today, which kind of threw things into a frenzy, people were like, what? They got rid of Jeff Albert? Whoa. John Moselock also talked about some other pressing things that has been on the Cardinals fans' minds. One of them is Nolan Arenado's opt-out. Okay, that's been a thing that we've known was coming up. Some fans have been worried that Nolan might opt out of the deal that he signed with Colorado before getting traded to the Redbirds. I've consistently felt that it wouldn't happen, said it wouldn't, and he felt genuinely, at least he looked like it, <laughs> genuinely seemed happy in St. Louis. They've gone to the playoffs both years, albeit with disappointing endings. But what the Cardinals offer, as opposed to what the Rockies were giving him, is night and day. All right, you've got stability with the Cardinals organizations. Um, you got a history of winning. You got one of the best, if not the best, fan base in all of baseball. And you never have to worry about this team trying to win. I, I've said it over and over. This ownership group, this team, this franchise, it won't ever tank. It's not going to happen. And in Colorado, they lost all the time. So that was part of the reason why those opt-outs were in there, you know, because if he didn't like the direction that the Rockies were going in, he can get out, go do what he wants to do. Now the opt-out reason, like, why would he do it with the Cardinals? Strictly money. That would be the only thing. Um, he's repeatedly said he's, he loved it here. And um, it'd be a money thing. Just, the you know, whatever money he makes now, if he thinks he deserves more, Considering how elite he is defensively and offensively at third base, that was a reason why to opt out as well. Um, Derek Gould at the Post-Dispatch reported that Mosellock met in person with Nolan Arenado in Southern California earlier this week to talk about the third baseman's contract and his opt-out decision. He outlined the direction of the team, some plans, and he left optimistic that Arenado will remain with the team. The decision, though, is now with Arenado. Whether he becomes a free agent or remains with the Cardinals through 2027, Mosellock hopes that uh, he will hear from Arnado shortly. The deadline for a decision is five days after the conclusion of the World Series. <clears throat> One of the big things that Mo said that got fans in a frenzy as well today was the team plans to increase the payroll in 2023 due to ticket sales and the increased revenue, specifically thanking the fans uh, a couple of times. The team's winning. Pujols coming home, chase for 700, Wayno and Yachty going for their records. And then, of course, Albert and Yachty retiring at the end of the year all led to the team having the second-best home attendance in the league behind only the Dodgers. Mosellock identified adding a starting catcher as a priority for the season. Andrew Kisner will be positioned as the backup to an addition from outside the organization. They are aware that could come at a cost. They've discussed, um, or we've discussed, I should say, we've discussed the catching position and options thoroughly on this, on this show. And although Mo didn't mention any names during his press conference today, we assume it's the same names we've been talking about that are at the top of our list as fans, Wilson Contreras, Sean Murphy. Those are the big names. I was listening to the, to the crew on one one ESPN today. And uh, they also brought up the name of former Cincinnati red and former Detroit tiger, Tucker Barnhart, who I believe is a free agent as well. Who's, Fine defensively, has won a couple gold gloves, but adds little to no offense at this point in his career. I've actually spent some time with Tucker Barnhart, and uh, good guy, great guy, great family. Wife is cool, kids are great. 
But what are we looking for here at the catching position? Are we looking for just a defensive guy? I mean, no. Like, we want some offense. You need some pop. You need that position to give you something more than it did this past year. So, personally, I'd still rather spend money on Contreras than lose valuable prospects in a trade for Sean Murphy from the A's because that's what you got to do. He's not a free agent. You've got the money to spend. You just brought it up that you have the money to spend and you're going to increase the payroll. So why burn prospects if you don't have to? Unless you don't feel that Wilson Contreras is worth it and you think Sean Murphy is that much better as a catcher defensively and offensively. Uh, Mosellock mentioned something about not wanting to take too far of a step back defensively with whoever takes over in the job. It's not like, okay, Molina in all of his years, great. But at the end here, it's not like he was an elite level defender anymore. Still had a cannon for an arm. You know who else has got a cannon? Wilson Contreras, an absolute rocket for a right arm. Sean Murphy, gold glove winner last year. Could win it again in this year. It's a possibility. But I just don't, I, I don't want to give up pitching prospects or somebody like Nolan Gorman to go get Sean Murphy. I just don't want to do it. I'd rather just sign Contreras. Uh, I'm assuming the team will also look into finding a left-handed power hitting outfielder with uh, in the increase in payroll. Lars Newbar is a great guy, energy guy. I love him. But is he what you would say is a starting right fielder for a World Series caliber team? Eh. Aaron Judge will be a free agent, but do we really think the Cardinals would commit to what he will probably make? Not really. You can trade for Shohei Otani. That solves a couple of problems. You can get a, a new ace on the mound, and you get your power-hitting left-handed hitter. But that's probably not happening either, okay? Uh, doesn't say it's impossible, but probably not going to happen. And there just isn't any major names that are left-handed power-hitting outfielders out there. Or just left-handed power-hitting guys in general. Doesn't even have to play outfield. Daniel Vogelbach, Jock Peterson, Joey Gallo. None of them are really going to move the needle. I will always be intrigued by Joey Gallo because I've seen him when he was pretty good in Texas where he was an all-star. And I know he's very good defensively. Like he can play multiple positions, outfield, uh, first base, third base. You like that. Left-hander, power hitter, crazy power. But he has really started to nosedive in the batting average. The strikeouts continue to go up. Didn't have a lot of success in New York. And maybe that's just a New York thing. Maybe he doesn't like playing in the bright lights of those towns. Like went to LA was better, but not great. Would he, would he rise to the occasion for the Cardinals where he's, he's not under the pressure of New York, LA. I don't know, but that's a guy to think about. Do the Cardinals focus on shortstop instead with some big names like Correa Turner and Swanson set to become free agents. You hear increasing payroll and you're like, Oh, that means we're going to go out and spend a lot of money. Not necessarily. doesn't mean they're just going to start signing crazy deals. But I am curious where the team decides to spend their funds. But he brought up catcher a lot. And I just, I, it just sounds like a Wilson Contreras thing to me. Uh, one guy who is going to get paid to come back is number 50, Adam Wainwright. Got his jersey right behind me. We're going to talk about his return next here on Locked on Cardinals. Adam Wainwright is coming back for one last season. The 41-year-old announced today that he would be returning for a 19th and final year with the team. It's a one-year extension deal, but financial terms were not released yet. So with Wayno making his decision, which 
a lot of us thought that was what was going to happen. You have now Adam Wainwright, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, Miles Michaelis, and Steven Matz as your starting five. People still want Jose Quintana back. Mo said that uh, he would not rule out adding more pitching. Said you can never have enough pitching. And he's right. I mean, think about the guys that have been hurt in that starting five right there. Look at that. Flaherty busted up last year for most of the year. Michaelis had two years where he hardly pitched. Matt's injured last year. Wayno, dead arm. The strike there, whatever he was dealing with. He's 41. Jordan Montgomery was healthy, but that's the only one. <laughs> that's the only one. Uh, Wayno was having a stellar season until September when things just went off the rails. He had the dead arm, and then he tweeted out that the, the struggle was due to a stride issue. Ends up going 11 and 12 overall, 3.71 ERA, but in September, October, he was 2 and 3 ERA above 7, 7.22. Five of his six starts in September, October, he gave up four or more runs, including six in his last start against Pittsburgh. And that was the game that they all walked off the, uh, the field together, where it was Yachty and Wayno and Albert. Uh, his ERA entering the last month of the season was at 3.09. He was fantastic. So it was really quite disheartening to see Adam struggle and what might have been his last year. And that's what we were hoping it didn't end up being, you know, because you don't want to see him going out like that. Nobody wanted to see that. And I think that's one of the reasons why he came back uh, is because he was disappointed in himself and how things ended for not only him, but the team. So he's going to come back for uh, for another run. And I think the fans will appreciate it. I appreciate it. I think it's cool. So we can all send Wayno off with a proper goodbye, whether he wants the attention or not, because Wayno is that guy that's like, just let me go do my job. Let me just go out and pitch. You don't have to make big deal out of every start that I have, but you know, we're going to, because we love him. We love him. He's been a staple on this team for 20 years, man, two decades. So all the love that uh, Albert and uh, Yachty got this past year, it's going to be poured and showered on Wayno again this year. And he deserves it. So uh, hopefully he has a good year. But what a day for the Cardinals, right? A lot of um, a lot of positive things to talk about. I mean, there's not a lot of negative in there, unless you were somebody who wanted Maddox or Albert back or Eversgird as the bullpen coach. Unless those moves bother you, I don't really see what the downside of anything that was announced today was. Payroll's going up. Fans were appreciated for coming out in uh, in huge droves this year to Bush Stadium. Need a catcher addressed? They're like, we're going for some stuff. You know, they made it sound, this didn't sound like Moe's normal thing where he's like, you know, we'll find ways to fill these holes. It wasn't like that. It sounded like they, they're going to be a little more aggressive in free agency this year. And that's going to excite fans. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm curious. Now I want it to be like November so we can hear and see what the heck the Cardinals plan to do with uh, all these added funds that they're going to put out there. So we'll find out together, won't we? Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, make it Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. NFL, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, all under one roof over at Locked On Sports Today. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason. I'll see you next time right here on Locked On Cardinals. 